Welcome to Life and Laughter DXB with Annie and Holly. This episode we have Ursula who is a life coach that specialises in leadership coaching. She supports men and women with the fast-paced lifestyle and challenges we all face in Dubai. Her key focus is finding her clients the balance and setting goals to make sure they reach their lifetime achievements. Ursula is the founder of Start With You Coaching. How are you today Ursula? Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thanks for the invite, girls. Um, it's lovely to be a part of this, you know, a, a virgin to podcasts I am. It's my very first one, so it's exciting. Well, let's rip that band over. Don't worry, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing either, Ursula, so welcome. <laughs> so excited to have a life coach. I've always wanted to speak with a life coach, personally, but I actually really don't know what they do or anything like that. So I can't wait to kind of find out all about oh, you. Oh, brilliant. I know, it's such a it's such a buzzword at the minute, life coaching. Everyone's kind of mentioning it and it's, it is. It's like, what, what do they do? So yeah, we definitely explore that for sure. And so... Ursula, how did you become a life coach and a trainer? Dive in deep from that start. Right, well, that's, that's quite an interesting story, actually, would you believe? Um, I've worked um, in the airlines for years. I had someone who I worked with that actually was training to be a life coach herself. And when you train to be a life coach, you have to get certain hours um, to be able to qualify. And she said to me, would you like to be coached? And I was like, you know what? I would love that. It just was like, it was like the perfect timing for me. I mean, I've naturally coached people throughout my whole career in training and in leadership and, you know, through performance management. And when I went into this coaching, self, this coaching, I actually was a bit like you, Annie. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really know what a life coach was. And um, we just got chatting and, it, and she just asked me certain questions. And, and when I left that session, you know, we set a few goals and stuff. And we left that session, it left my mind ticking. And the whole time after that, I started to research what it was to be a life coach. And I used to drive from Dubai to Abu Dhabi and I was listening to podcasts and I was listening to information. And I was like, you know what? I think this is a bit of me. I love guiding and helping people. And so um, I went to my second life coaching session and we got into a conversation and when we talked about, you know, what my, what, what I love doing and stuff, she kind of said, have you ever thought about coming a life coach, Ursula? In my second session, I went, do you know what? I haven't stopped researching since our first session. <laughs> and so literally when she said that, it kind of made me feel even more like, oh God, even she sees it. And so after that, I got certified and, you know, did my hours and stuff. So I got myself um, accredited. But coaching is something either you can be doing naturally in your day-to-day life, really. And, and I think I just love helping people reach goals and setting goals. And how long have you been a life coach for? Certified, I've been like four or five years, but um, not nearly five years now. But um, in general, I feel like back when I was working in the UK, I was coaching crew through like disciplinaries and things like that. So I feel like I've been coaching for 15 odd years. What certified five years. Amazing. So I don't really know if I wanted to come, how would I know when to use you in my life? Honestly, it's probably sometime a time when you kind of feel a little bit like you're a bit stuck, whether it be in like relationship or it can be something where you're stuck in a career or you want to change jobs or you're looking for a bit of change. 
And life coaching is something that I think can help you like move forward with change. And sometimes we are afraid to make those big dramatic changes, like leave a job, leave a relationship or, you know, start a family and things like that. And life coach can help you achieve goals that you really want to do, but you're inside of you, there's something stopping you. Now, what is the difference between a life coach and a leadership trainer? Because you actually specialize in both. Yeah, I do. I specialize in leadership coaching and training. And well, the difference between coaching is like one-to-one coaching is, you know, if someone can come to you if they, like I said, they're looking to change something in their lives and they're looking to have someone who kind of motivates them and holds them accountable. It's just like a, a I suppose, a personal, uh, a PT. You know, when you sign up to a PT, a PT holds you yeah. accountable. If you're, you're exercising all the time and he's give, putting you on a food plan and then you come back and you say, actually, you know what? I'm not actually meeting them goals. A life coach is exactly the same. In every session, you will set goals before the next session. So you might say, right, okay, I want to have maybe you know, I want to buy a house in six months time and here's how you will get there. So they'll make a strategic path of how you get there and they'll hold you accountable. You know what I mean? They'll check in with you and they'll ask for updates. Yeah, I feel like I would need you in my life to have a good rant. You know, like those yeah. moments where you need you need a good rant, like my boyfriend's driving me mad. But is that the, is that the wrong thing to do? That's that's not really goals. That's more of just like a venting. Or do, do you find that? Or is it hard to separate between the two? Um, it can be. But you have to, as a, as a life coach, you tend to have to, you know, if you're wanting, you're, you know, you're, you're paying for a service, you want to make sure that they are achieving something from the session. So you might, you might sometimes you're, you're, um, your clients can go into a bit of rant. You're like, hold on a second. What we what we trying to achieve here? You get them back on, on, on track. And so you set goals that you, hold, you do hold them accountable to. But like you can have a rant about your, your partner, your relationship. You know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's something deeper within that that you're not saying. You know, maybe there's something deeper that's annoying you about your relationship. And so sometimes people come to you with things that they want to achieve. They think they want to achieve. And sometimes it goes a completely different direction. Because as a coach, you need to really listen to what people aren't saying. So you're talking about the relationship and maybe coming for a rant, but actually maybe there's something that you want to tell him that you haven't told him. Read between the lines. And I just want to say now, like, I just want to get, he listens to this podcast. So that was all hypothetical. Like, because otherwise (laughs) there's going to be a big discussion and he's going to be sleeping with one eye open. He's going to be worried. Holly, take it offline, babe. Take it offline. Oh, yeah. Should learn better not to say these things when it's recorded. <laughs> Holly, maybe me and you need to do a session on feedback. I'm very good at um, t- helping people with feedback in relationships. The leadership stuff is very, just within the workplace sometimes. Our leadership sometimes can be in the household, you know. It's about getting the strategy right of how do you lead the, the way that people like to be led, you know. It's like it's probably worked for people in your life who um, like to micromanage or, you know, they don't really look out for the welfare of their team or we tend to go into organizations and help people who are in leadership positions become stronger and, and get the best out of their people. So that can be through facilitation of training or it can be one to one coaching and feedback. It can be how to deliver feedback, things like that. I love that, Ursula. I think 
if someone that's maybe like a bit lost in life, you know, they don't really know what they're doing. They're kind of at that stage where they're in a career or I don't know, was that someone that would also come and talk to you and you could kind of guide them and work out what their goals are? Definitely. I think that, that they're probably the most most popular things. People don't tend to look for life coaches when they are, like I said, stuck or they're looking to change something in their life. And most of the, we've all gone through stages, I think, in our life where we've been a bit like, we're not really sure what direction we're going. Do we need change? Do we want to change our career? Are we sick of that relationship? You know what I mean? And sometimes it's just someone who you who can be there as a support, maybe push you towards those goals quicker than you would actually achieve them yourself. And I suppose as well, it's that identifying what those goals are. If you are lost and you don't really know what you're yeah. doing. Well, yeah, isn't what it? Is, I don't with, know. with coaching, we would use um, certain questioning styles that unleash that um unleash the what's already inside you so we would do a certain type of questioning throughout the coaching and like I said coaches listen for what's not being said and so you might bring up something you said well I'm feeling this okay what what are you feeling you know so we we continue and then it's it's magic how it works because it was like when I went coaching myself I wasn't sure what was wrong with me I said yeah I'll go coaching and I still do coaching to this day I still use my life coach because sometimes I become stuck again um, and so I think it's like a signing board, a cheerleader for you, someone who will help you and support you. And sometimes you can, and it, or, um, Holly, what you said, it can be like a rant and a friend, but a friend that has your best interests. And also to kind of, it's that fine line of telling the truth. And, and also it's very interesting, actually, going back to your point, you said that you have a life coach. Like, yes. For me, yes. that's interesting because you would never think that. It shows you everyone needs a little bit of a helping hand sometimes. You know, I, only, I did a session with her last week or the week before, you know, because I think when we go through, I've gone through a lot of life changes in the last few years. I've had a few kids, challenging to say the least. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes I just check in with her, maybe not as much as I used to. I never did. Maybe it's only sometimes a couple of times a year, but I still check in with her when I'm going through challenges because I become unstuck sometimes. And I need that support and someone who can, knows me and has I've built a relationship with who can help me move forward when I become a bit stuck. So I do, I think it's, you know, it's such a good outlet, but also it's definitely someone who holds you accountable and can be there as a cheerleader to help you and motivate you. So you get to know your clients and things when you work with them, so you know them on a personal level. Yeah. and Yeah, so we basically... Like getting to know someone is really important. Having a good relationship with someone is really important because not necessarily every life coach suits every person. So you've got to build a good relationship and you've got to have boundaries of where you can push someone. Some people don't like to be pushed too hard. Some people like to take their time to get to their goals. You have to build a good rapport and a good relationship. Yeah. And you said that you've become a mum and that's been extremely challenging for you. Um, now, would you find your life coaching kind of First of all, even the experience, you learn, like, life is experience, right? Um, now, would you find your style of life coaching and your, your kind of outlook on life? Because a lot of people say once you become a mum, it all kind of changes, you know? And do you find with your services, you relate more to being a mum now? Like, is that mostly your client base? My facial expressions is like, my God, yes, totally. Everything you say resonates with me. I think mom, being a mum is probably the toughest change. I've been wanting to be a mum for years, years. Finding the right man was one of the, the, toughest, the toughest things. But then I thought, you know what, when I become a mum, maybe it will complete me. 
And actually, it kind of, I struggled a lot becoming a mum, to be honest, of the changes. And then my, you know, my career, you have to put your career on hold a little bit. And then it's like, you don't have the freedom you don't have that you'd had before. So for mums, I think it's quite difficult because you lose a little bit of the old you and you miss the old you. So finding the right balance, everyone talks about balance in life and it's all about balance. And as a mum, it's really tough finding balance. And so I definitely understand mums. I don't know if I ever understood them before because I didn't know how challenging it was. And I think it's important when you're being coached by someone that they have an understanding or maybe have been through what you've been through. Or if they haven't been through it, it's okay. But in general, it's it's much easier to coach people when you have a lot of life experience and you have been through a lot yourself. So definitely mums, definitely mums, I can I can definitely relate to them and understand them. I think as well, it's new dads as well, isn't it? Like their life. And would you say you've got any advice, I suppose, for new parents? New parents. I would say the the, the most important thing is try and enjoy them because they're it, it just goes so fast. But while we're in parenting, we're trying to, you know, get past the different stages and we want a career and we want our, you know, our bodies to look great and we want our, you know, children to be perfect. There's a lot of pressure on parents now to be perfect. I would say probably just relax especially in Dubai as well like but I feel like a lot of in Dubai it's the same like keeping up with the Joneses you know it's like um, you know you compare a- yourself you know you kind of like compare yourself to the sounds awful to say oh, I don't want to say this but like Jamira Jane mum who's like looks bloody amazing <laughs> but she might she might have the luxury bless her to actually work out for three hours of the day and and you know and and uh, have a lot more support than some mums do yeah. in Dubai so it's extremely challenging to find that balance because you do compare as weird as it sounds and quite Sounds quite shallow and kind of insecure, but you do compare your life to other people's, don't you? Well, yeah, because we're in a world of the internet, aren't we? So everything yeah. is in comparison to other people. When actually, you know, people nowadays are starting to learn that posting the bad days is okay as well. You know, posting about the times where it's tough and a lot more people are speaking out about tough. But I find, I definitely, I didn't find the one, the, the having one child tough. The second child changed everything. Oh my God. That's interesting. Everything. Like the first one, I was I didn't mind the change. The second one, trying to juggle two children and try to have a career and be a great wife and be a great mom and be a... It's, there is a lot of pressure. And then obviously, if you compare yourself to people online, which I try not to do, because it's not always realistic, you know, trying to... You have to just... Each day is different when you have kids. And you have to just allow yourself, you know, off days. And also your mental health is so important when you're a mom. You've got to take time out for yourself. It's yeah. so important. I think I kind of got lost in my kids when I had the second one and I didn't take enough time out for myself. And I really felt, I really felt it. And I did, and I struggled until I started talking to other moms and being real about stuff. And actually you'll find that when you talk about it, other moms are struggling too, you know? And it is a real, it is a real thing. So, you know, my most challenging year, but I think that challenges are good think that make us strong yeah I agree I would say though like I think you, you've hit the nail on the head there it's just being completely honest and just to be like oh you know what it's okay not to be okay you know yeah. just kind of feel of it and just be completely open on it and would you say when you had your second child that was when you really needed your life coach the most yes 
Oh, yeah. listen, I on my on my call two weeks ago, I was I was um, I was actually crying because I was like, like I said, you lose a bit of the old you and you lose a bit of you lose freedom, you know, just to walk out the door and not think about your kids. And I think I was really challenged by that because honestly, as a mom, you're just like you're torn. You're torn between wanting your career and you wanting your children and trying to balance it all and juggle everything. And, you know, she asked me a question and I thought, oh my God, that's powerful because she said, what is it you miss? And I said, freedom. And that's a big thing to admit as a mom. I missed freedom. I missed walking out of the house to not think about anybody else but myself. And that doesn't, yeah. when you're a mom, that's what changes. And it's a real struggle when it, you do change to accept it, but also to manage your day and your life around them, but find the right balance for you because honestly, it, it is tough. I do find that as well that, when you talk about freedom, which is so interesting, because you don't actually really relate that so much to having a child, but it is the one thing that, especially from the mother's side, is completely stripped because, and that's also then can, and you know, I have seen it in some relationships, unfortunately, where it has been like, you get this kind of resentment to the to the dad because they kind of haven't lost their freedom as much, you know, like <laughs> when you're when you're pregnant, even, you know, you can't, drink alcohol you can't eat certain foods you know you've kind of like given your body to this child and the man never goes through any of that so I think <laughs> it's it's like it's so hard to kind of not get resentment to your partner and also like yeah. to prepare yourself as well that how much freedom is going to be taken away yeah and I think that's where life coaches can help as well because it's basically it's managing through those challenges like sometimes we hold stuff in and we don't talk about it and what happens is it eats us up inside. And a life coach, like you said before, is it someone you come and vent, but can give you the tools to manage it in the household better. You know, like your relationships go through the hardest times, you know, when you have kids. And if you don't talk and communicate, if you don't give feedback, like whenever you need to, and you hold it all in, you can, you can, you know, drift apart, let's say. And or go boom. When, yeah, that's a boom yeah. moment, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's recognizing that. And what life coaches do, they'll talk you through like the challenges, but actually make you recognize in yourself when you're getting to that place. And how then do you cope? And how do you, you know, I suppose, the, sit the person down and, and talk them through what, what you're going through before it gets to that big stage of the explosion? you know and we talk on one of our episodes the motivation and positivity episode we talk about being in a career and then knowing what when the right time is to maybe have a baby and I think you've got the kind of obviously the body clock and things that you know you, you've only got a certain amount of time and I think the pressure now is when you're in a couple or you're getting married or whenever people always say to you kind of when are you having a baby or what's the next step and everyone's always looking and asking you you know when are you getting married or when are you having a baby or when are you doing this and there is that expectation in life isn't there that you've got to always be doing something by a certain age do many of your clients come to you about things oh, like absolutely. that? Oh, absolutely. And I have, you know, people who are in not the best relationships thinking about having babies, you know, and it's like, and, and it's like when, but they've invested so much of their time into this relationship that they want to see it through. So they believe that no, maybe a baby will change that, you know, and I think the pressure and, and time and time for women is tough because people who are reaching that 40 mark, I was also like that. I was having, you know, my kids in my late 30s. And, um, and I had my second just before I turned 40. And so the pressure is on for women. But 
I've had friends who've had kids in their 40s. She's 44. She's had her second child. And I think society is, that's really tough for women. But I think, you know, what you need to recognize is you have to look within you. What are you looking for? And a life coach will say, is that the end goal? Is a baby the end goal? Is marriage the end goal for you? Is your career end goal? And where do you see that fitting in your life? So they try to like look, push you forward and thinking about yourself and not comparing yourself to anybody else because everybody's on their own journey and everybody's on their, you know, doing their own thing. And we shouldn't compare to your friend just because they had babies in their 20s. You need to hurry up and have babies. Life has changed. I think it's shifting a lot. Women are having them later in life because they value their career a lot. I completely agree with that. And I can kind of relate to it because within your career, you have certain goals in yourself where you want to reach. And it's like, that is a part of your independence as well. Like it's how you earn your own money and it's how you get achievements out of your life. And it's kind of like your own identity, you know, like it's always like I'm Holly and I do X, Y, and Z. It's kind of related to you. So to give that up, it's like, what else am I doing in my in my life, you know, to fulfill that? But myself and Annie are early 2030s. And as you know, we live in Dubai, we've got this fast, fast paced lifestyle, and it's very stressful. The way I explain Dubai is kind of like a work hard, play hard mentality. If we were to go to you, like what advice would you give to us for living in such fast paced, demanding jobs? What kind of advice would you give to us to kind of manage that? Yeah, gosh, well, I think you've got to recognize, you know, the, the fast paced lights where you're talking about like brunching and going out and working hard yeah. and everything and trying to be that social person. It's just really important to take care of yourself. You know, I think when there is a fast paced life, you've got to really take time out for you and know what, what is it that makes you happy? You know, if what makes you happy, Holly, is not necessarily what makes Annie happy. If you're a people person, you love being around lots of people, maybe that's where you need to focus. Or if you're someone who likes to, you know, take time out and take yourself away and go to spas or whatever, you need to make time for the things that are important for you. So I think every single person is different, but knowing yourself is the most important thing and recognizing what it is that makes you happy and choosing to do the things that make you happy. And who are your kind of typical clients, Ursula? Like, give us some examples. Are you more corporate? Are you more for like clients individually? Okay, so we do do, with leadership, we would do corporate. So that's, and and sometimes you have individuals who are coming to you or who are looking to maybe, you know, um, be better leaders in the workplace. They might individually come. But, you know, you can get anything arranged from people who want to really want to change jobs. And so that they're really wanting to start their own business. They're wanting to start a family, mums, you know, it's it's a really a, a wide range of people. But it's generally people who are looking for change. And how do we understand ourselves? I don't know if that's a question that's easy to answer, but I think especially over like the pandemic and things we've all had a lot of time at home haven't we and I think self-reflection and working out who we are I definitely don't do enough of that and I think when you are caught up like Holly mentioned about like the fast paced of life and you kind of you know so focused on your day job and then the weekends come around so quickly and it's taking a step back sometimes isn't it and realizing like what do I want to get out of life who am I and I think I don't have those conversations and it's also I wouldn't know how to even think or where to even begin with that yeah so you want to know how to recognize understand yourself a bit better yeah Yeah, and I think you have to just you have to just explore 
You know, you have to really have, and, and that's probably what life coach, well, not probably, it's what life coaching does because life coaching asks you the questions to make you understand yourself better. The thing is, we all know the answers inside us. We have all the answers to ourselves, but you just need to sit down with a person who's able to ask you the right type of questioning to unleash those. And I think that's, Annie, probably what you probably need because if you're trying for, if you're looking for self-awareness, it's like the inner inside of you that you like, you know the answers for sure, but it's like having those conversations that will bring it out. But I think also there's a lot of like self-work you can do. There's definitely lots of, um, we do like strength, core strength behaviors. So we will do questionnaires where we actually get you to answer lots of questions about yourself. And from that, we'll get a diagnostics about you. And it's so crazy how on point it is when you read it. When you get the results, wow. you kind of look at it and go, oh my God, that's so me. So there's lots <laughs> of things you can do within coaching that you can actually, that can tell you a lot about yourself. So you can work on the things that really motivate you and you can build on the things that you struggle with. Interesting. And I think as well, it's like when you're talking about that, I was kind of putting it down to myself, like, and I was doing some like self-reflection there on, you think you know what makes you happy, but how do you know that that is actually making you happy? Yeah, because, yeah well, you, you have to kind of put in priority, what are the top 10 things in your life? You know, you'd have to sit and work through what are the top things, 10 things. If you look at, is it family? Is it fitness? Is it money? Is it career? And you would put them in a category of like one to 10. What actually is it that I need to focus on? And how much of my time do okay. I need to give to them certain areas? You know, for some people, family's the top thing. And for some people, it's I need to be fit in order to be happy. I need to be, you know, I need to have a good career. And I, I like my bank balance being big, you know, so it depends. I love that. I, I love my bank balance being big. It never has been, but I would love that one day. <laughs> Is that something you would say to our listeners, like hypothetically, to really understand what you want to focus on, just to simplify it as a, as a simple exercise to take away from this podcast? You would write 10 things down and then divide it up, say, for instance, by, you know, 100% and then each of the percentage, like 20% for this, 5% for that. And, and that's your kind of, your, your life pie chart, so to speak, of what yeah, you want to yeah, focus so on. Yeah, and then that's what you would you would work on those areas that are most important to you. And the other ones might still be important, but not as important. And so that's where the key is to have is, is making sure that you're working on the things that you feel are the, are, are the most important. I'm not going to uh, mention that who it was, but I had someone that said to me the other day, like, my career I'm really happy with. I feel happy with, you know, the amount of money I'm earning, but I'm missing that person in my life. And I feel like I need a companion or I need someone and they'd kind of already evaluated themselves in this is what I feel like I need and so do you as a life coach that's what you kind of help people kind of establish is what areas they are missing or they want to work and if, on. They, if you're wanting to work on a relate that getting a relationship a relationship is possible for every single person but you've then, if that's important for a person, they've got to put the hard work in to get a relationship. No one turns up at your door and knocks on your door and says, would you like to marry me? You know, if you want to meet people and you want to get a relationship, you've got to put in hard work to get it. You know, you've got to prioritize it if it's important. Got to get on Tinder. Got to get, start swiping. Start swiping. <laughs> got to kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> I was single for a long time and I enjoyed dating. I loved it. I thought it was a great thing, you know, and, and if you're trying to find the perfect person, 
you need to, as you say, kiss a few frogs before you find them. So I think <laughs> um, dating, relationships, all of that is 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 definitely something that life coaches ha- we can help with. Now, now, Ursula. So, say for instance, I was to call you up and say, you know, I'm at the stage where, you know, I want to reach my goals and I feel like I need support getting there. I need a life coach. You know, paint a picture of the first session with you, with your services. Like how, how, you know, where would I meet you? Where would, you know, what, what, what's, what's the whole kind of kickoff with, um, start with you coaching? Right. First, first you do a phone call. And like I said before, um, earlier, I said, it's really important to build a good relationship. So you have to be a match for the person that you're going to be coaching. It would be unfair for me to coach someone who, you know, you have to gel. So I think the most important thing is, you know, getting to know, like, well, obviously having a phone call and having a normal conversation, that's generally how it starts. Like there's no specific questions. You don't go in there with like three, four questions that you're definitely going to ask. And that's definitely how it's going to go. It kind of is like an open conversation. And then you need to find, establish why, what's the reason they've come to a life coach. Like you don't research a life coach unless there's a reason for you wanting one. So that would be that. And then you, then it depends. Every client's different. They can have one session. They could have five sessions. They could have a block of 10 sessions that they can commit to. And then they could, you know, do one a week, one a month, one every three months. It all depends on what's required for each single person. Ursula, this is the first time I've met you. And I have to say, like, you're so likable and I would love you. You know, you're such a nice, warm person that I can imagine you being a really, really good life coach to anyone that wants to use you. Like you're, you're very easy to talk to. Um, and what's kind of the difference between your services? And I know you've touched on it uh, quite a bit, but, and like a counselor, because would you go to a counselor just to talk to them? Like I, yeah. Can you tell us Sometimes about that? Counselors, what counselors do they tell therapists or anything like that? They talk about the past a lot. What, what life coaches do, they focus on the present and they focus on the future. And so, yes, of course you dip into the past, but the importance is, is pulling people into the present moment and working on the future and setting goals and things that are achievable, you know? So a therapist counselor would be someone who would talk through maybe, maybe, issues in the past or challenges from childhood or parent challenges from parents and things like that or you know whether it be abusive relationships or stuff we tend to stick in the present move people forward to the future so quite a a positive way and tell us a bit more about you Ursula so you've lived in Dubai how long have you been here you've got kids I know you mentioned your two kids yeah I've been in Dubai since 2013 so yeah like nine nearly nine years now I mean I was you know I was living in London before that I love London I'm not gonna lie but I let I left London because I was like oh you know I needed to kind of go for a career and I left because there were a lot of opportunities in the Middle East and you know and to be honest Annie I was looking for a man and I was looking for a family (laughs) and I had that as my ultimate well my goal and a career so I wanted it all but I moved initially for work and, you know, that's when my career kind of started to change a lot and move a lot faster. And um, I was lucky to find someone who, you know, who ticked all the boxes because he'll obviously be listening. So I'll say that. <laughs> and he all the boxes. I and hope you know so. What? I hope he'll be listening. <laughs> 
and, and it's weird because I actually had that same feeling we were talking about before as a mom or as a girl, you know, the time, to- the clock ticking with regards to kids. And I was turning 37 and I had to have a sit down chat, you know, and say, right, I'm 37 this year. What are we doing? Are we going in the same direction? Is this what you want? Because this is what I want. I didn't want to waste any time in my relationship. If he wasn't going to give me what I wanted, which was my end goal kids, I was prepared to walk away, even though I loved him. I said to him, "This is if this isn't for you, let me know. Give me the chance to go meet someone else. And he was like, no, you're not going anywhere. And so then I ended up having a baby the next year. So that was but it's it's things like you know Dubai is such an amazing city such an amazing city and there's some amazing there's so many amazing people here but you have to focus on you you know you have to be really great at saying this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get you know and go for it and you can get that everybody can get it but I'm not leaving I'm not leaving anytime soon (laughs) and you've got two beautiful kids three one's three in April and one just turned one so it's pretty crazy I'm managing my work around my children as much as I can and building my career back up and you know what it's good coaching kind of works works for me at the moment I do some work in the UK as well with leadership stuff but and that means I get to travel a little bit so I get to be get a bit of that freedom back you know that was talking about before Good. Ursula's bouncing back. And how, for our listeners, how do we find out about your, how do they find out about your services, Ursula? Okay, so what normally at the moment, it's word of mouth, but I'm actually getting ready to launch my website, which is exciting. So I'm going live probably in the next couple of weeks. And I've been working on that behind the scenes, but it's, um, yeah, you can find, you'll be able to find me on startwithyoucoaching.com in the very near future we'll tag your website in our um, description on the podcast so people can see and um, we'll provide it all on our instagram as well and what we like to ask all of our guests is if you were to give your younger self advice what would it be this is a good one i have a mentor in my life who's always been there for me she's amazing she lives in in the uk and she always said keep the faith Keep the faith about everything in life. When you're going through challenges, keep the faith because it's not going to last forever. Ever. You're looking for a man in your life, keep the faith. You'll get one. You know, this is... I got goosebumps. Oh. That's so Yeah, lovely. and she's always said it. So I'm stealing it from her and I'm giving it to you. And I'm telling you, that's what I always say. When I'm with my children, some days are hard. I'm like, keep the faith. It's only one day. It's fine. It'll all be over. So I think that's the, the best advice I would say because, you know, life is tough. It's definitely a long journey and it goes, you get through challenge. You have a lot of challenges. So keep the faith, people. Love that. And I think um, after that, Ursula, I feel really warm inside and I feel like you've just given us loads of positivity and motivation. So thank you for the listeners to kind of follow us on Instagram as well, lifeandlaughter underscore DXB. And also drop us an email, annieannholly at gmail.com if there's any questions you have for Ursula or anything else you want us to discuss. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it was nice to talk to you, ladies. Thank you.